Thank you for joining me for this episode of People Know Stuff. If you know stuff, I'd like you to be a guest on my program. Please visit my website and drop me a line. Hi, and welcome to my show, People Know Stuff. Today, I am very excited to have Kareen Matthews, and Kareen knows stuff about hemp. And so she's going to share some of the things that she knows. And Kareen, I really am appreciative of you being here. So I'm going to just turn it right over to you. Deborah, it's great to be on your show today, uh, talking about one of my favorite topics, hemp. So hemp is an amazing product. Um, It has a extremely short growing cycle. So you can get through an entire uh, growth period in about four months. It is um, a very renewable resource, does not deplete the ground of nutrients like other um, plants tend to. You don't really need a lot of pesticides to grow it because bugs don't really care for the smell of hemp, which is related to the uh, marijuana plant, although it does not have the psychoactive effects that marijuana does. So it's really awesome that uh, the Farm Bill that came out in 2019 legalized hemp in many of our states, and we have lots of people uh, growing hemp now, although I think the majority of growers probably grow for CBD. But what I mainly use in my business is industrial hemp. So are, are hemp and marijuana the same plant? They are like sister plants, if you will. Um, The main difference being that the marijuana plant contains THC, which is the psychoactive part that makes you feel high or loopy or relaxed or however you would describe it. Hemp does not have enough uh, THC in it to give you that same effect. So it is um, very closely related to the marijuana plant, except it does not have uh, the level of THC that the marijuana plant does. So tell us more about hemp. So most people don't know, but um, back in the 1600s, uh, most farmers were required to grow hemp. Uh, In fact, uh, many of our presidents, including George Washington, um, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, um, not a president, but um, mandated that farmers grow hemp, industrial hemp again, because they were using it to to, uh, construct ropes, to build uh, sails, to construct sails for ships. They used it for naval uniforms. Anytime we went to war, Um, Hemp was one of the uh, crops that uh, all farmers were required to grow, but it has so many uses um, that we have not even really begun to scratch the surface. Um, One of my favorite things is hemp can be used as fuel. Uh, We already know gas prices can be very volatile. Um, We often, we have run into several shortages in my lifetime. I remember my parents having a, you know, going through a gas shortage many, many years ago. The gas we burn um, gives off um, lots of nasty things in the environment that uh, lead to uh, global warming. But hemp uh, can burns cleaner than many other fuels. It can uh, produce energy. It produces, when when hemp burns, it actually just produces water vapor and carbon dioxide. 
so if you were, if you were going to use if you were going to use hemp to um, propel your car, what would it take to to enable that? Would it take a lot of retrofitting, so to speak? That's a good question, Deborah. I'm not exactly sure what they would need to do in terms of the motor in a in a typical car in order to um, use hemp as a as a biofuel. Uh, we do have several cars that have been constructed in the last few years that are um, that are um, outfitted for use of biofuels. So I'm sure you've heard of people who collect oil from um, fast food restaurants where they collect the used oil. They're able to turn that oil into fuel for cars. So so we do have programs. Uh, as a matter of fact, Dallas Fort Worth um, has a program at their airport where they collect uh, used oil and turn it into fuel for their planes. So we're we're definitely moving in that direction. Um, again, because hemp has really just been recently legalized, it's it's been about three years. Although I'm not really sure you can count three years with the pandemic, so somewhere maybe between a year and eighteen months <laughs> um, that it's been legalized. It's still very difficult um, to work with because we very closely associate hemp and marijuana and marijuana is still um, still considered a class one narcotic, which means that it becomes very difficult for researchers to obtain it and to do studies on it. Um, but in fact, if you go back and look at uh, Henry Ford's first uh, car, most of that car was actually made from hemp. So the seats, the lining on the car um, was all, were all made from hemp and it was actually run on hemp fuel. So pretty, what, pretty what exciting. Tide? Why, why uh, do you have any historical understanding as to why the shift occurred so that we really don't see evidence of hemp in a Ford today? Yeah, yeah. So there are some theories, um, but from um, a lot of the research that I've done, I that um, you know hemp quickly became a threat to many industries because of all of the things that it could do without some of the um, byproducts that other things did. In particular, the petroleum industry was uh, very threatened by by hemp. Um, many in the probably twenties and thirties. And they actually began a campaign, um, a very colorful propaganda campaign against uh, hemp and marijuana, which is probably when it first got lumped together. Um, there are posters, um, there were slogans, there were you know, all these um, tools that they used to give hemp a bad name. And as a result, it, again, it was lumped in with marijuana Marijuana became this drug that, um, you know, I think one of the posters that I actually saw in the um, Museum of Marijuana and Hemp in Amsterdam has a picture where it says that um, when black and brown people use uh, marijuana, they rape white women. So, again, very, very colorful uh, campaign against the use of hemp. Yeah. And years later, it was outlawed. And it has literally taken, you know, almost 100 years later to come back into existence where we realize that, 
You know, there are a lot of great properties about hemp and we probably should be using it a lot more. Um, you know, hemp is, hemp is, a, is actually a carbon dioxide sequester, which means that as it grows, it, it takes carbon dioxide out of the air, which is exactly what we need because we continue to put a lot of carbon dioxide as well as other greenhouse gases in the air that lead to um, global warming. So if the world was growing hemp, we probably could solve our climate crisis, according to some scientists. Well, it's almost like news that's too good to be true. And so who's acting as an advocate for such great news? Are you involved with groups that are actively involved in uh, attempting to convert to hemp-based um, fuels, hemp-based um, air cleaners? I mean, what, what it, tell us about what you're doing or what you know about. So my company doesn't actually um, work um, as much with the raw product hemp as we do looking more for hemp as an end product. What we try to do a lot of is education around hemp and to let people know, you know, about the many uses of hemp. We are constantly talking about, you know, deforestation and cutting down our forests and, you know, the, the, how that is so terrible because again, when we, you know, for every tree we lose, we lose the ability to absorb or take carbon dioxide out of the air. It takes 25 years to grow a forest. If you're using that forest to make paper and cardboard and, using it for lumber and things like that, you know, it takes a really long time for something like that to be renewable. So right now we're starting to see um, many companies um, move towards uh, building products for, uh, that are made out of hemp. So um, I actually ordered a sample of hemp wood recently, which is basically just made from the stalks um, after after you take everything out of the hemp that you need, you can uh, crush up the stalks and it can be combined with a with a binder to make a, a wood product, which is actually harder than oak. Um, I've seen um, I've seen companies um, that are using um, you know they're 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 using more of the like I said the raw products in hemp. Um, but we, we're focused more on the end products. So we work a lot with the textiles, we work a lot with the hemp oils, um, and we do a lot around educating the public about uh, what hemp can do for, um, for communities, for the building industry, um, for the beauty industry, for the clothing industry, et cetera. So when you say we, is that you as your own company or you as a consortium of um, promoters and um, you know, users of hemp? Mm-hmm. Uh, we as in my small company. Um, I, I've been looking at um, hemp textiles for probably about 12 years. And, you know, writing to different companies and trying to find out, do they produce textiles from hemp? And I will tell you, when I first started this venture, there were very, very, very few companies who were um, involved in that. 
And, um, you know, we're starting to see a lot more now, but not enough to really bring price points um, down to a place where they are um, very affordable. So oftentimes when I run across hemp products, they tend to be um, a little bit more expensive than some of your other products um, like cottons or um, polyesters and things like that. But I think when people start to realize, you know, hemp as a textile is, is really a, a, a fabulous product. Uh, when you grow hemp, it uses about 11 times less water than cotton. So you're, you're conserving water by growing hemp. Again, the, the growing cycle is, is, is much faster. You can also, um, hemp is renewable. It, it, is, it is biodegradable. So if I have a t-shirt made out of hemp and I no longer want to use that t-shirt, it is not going to be sitting in a landfill for the next hundred years. Wow. Um, that makes it's, a going to, it's going to biodegrade. And the really cool part is when you wear the hemp, it's actually, uh, it blocks out UV rays. So if you, if you're wearing hemp clothing, you know, you, you've already applied your sunscreen. (laughs) Again, I'm just, I I think that's a bonus. (laughs) I keep hearing it seems too good to be true. Um, so, so how would one engage with you? Do you work with the end user? Do you, are are you someone who is marketing hemp t-shirts or what are you doing? How are you earning a living with hemp? So yes, we have a product line uh, called Raising the Bar with Hemp, and we make uh, t-shirts. Most of our t-shirts have designs focused around um, awareness of uh, climate issues. Uh, We have one t-shirt that kind of defines what hemp is and and talks about at least 25 uses of hemp. We have... um, tote bags and, you know, uh, reusable shopping bags and reusable veggie bags, all the things that we typically see made out of plastic. We have turned around and made a lot of those items out of hemp instead of plastic. So instead of going to the supermarket and, you know, grabbing eight or nine of the uh, plastic bags that really when you get home, you're just going to throw out in the garbage we have a line of bags that can be reused. Uh, we have yep. wine bags, we have tote bags, we have clothing. Um, so we're, we're, we're expanding a lot of the products um, into different things that you use in your household. So what is the name of your business? It's called Raising the Bar with Hemp. Raising the Bar with Hemp. And yes. do you do most of your um, delivery through an online store? Yes, we actually have an Etsy store. Um, And so most of our products we sell through there. Um, We occasionally will be in um, different markets and festivals. So we'll do some face-to-face sales as well. And we're in the process of working with um, some companies to feature our products in their stores as well. So it sounds like you know a lot about hemp as well as hemp itself, but you also know a lot about setting up a business that is promoting this uh, product that I keep saying sounds too good to be true. And um, (laughs) so what can you tell us about the profitability of it? Are you finding that it's a, it, it actually is, serves as the foundation for a profitable business? 
Yes. So I would definitely say there are many uh, folks that have businesses out there um, that use hemp in in a variety of different ways. Um, Like I said, the majority of companies I come across uh, market hemp, um, market the CBD portion of hemp. Um, And so that can be a very profitable business. I don't see quite as many, although I am, I, I think each passing month, I probably see an additional two or three businesses that have begun using um, hemp or hemp oils in the products that they make. So in addition to a lot of the textile products, we also carry a line of zero waste products that um, such as like shampoo bars and conditioning bars and lotion bars that all use um, hemp as the hemp oil as the uh, main moisturizer in those products. And as hemp is an amazing product for our environment, it's also a super duper product for our bodies. Um, Whether you are ingesting hemp or whether you are uh, using it on your um, hair or skin. Well, I just want to say that um, in our brief time together, you have definitely piqued my interest in this product and you informed me in a very short conversation and motivated me to go out and search around. I do appreciate hearing about your company, Raise the Bar with Hemp on Etsy. Um, I'll certainly want to look into that. And, um, and I just really uh, think that your, your recognition of the social value of hemp is, it seems like that's a big motivator for you. So I'm so glad that we were able to have a conversation about it because as you said, education is one of the things that you're um, committed to. And Even though this has been a short conversation and we've covered a wide range of things about hemp, um, I can tell there's a lot more to know and, but it's been short and yet really, you know, informative and and motivating. So I really thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Deborah. Well, I I do hope you, you know, get out there and and look more into hemp and, you know, hopefully you can incorporate some hemp in your life. (laughs) And, and learn some stuff myself beyond just this broad overview that you've given. So thanks. And I wish you well with your business. Thank you, Deborah. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining me for this episode of People Know Stuff. If you know stuff, I'd like you to be a guest on my program. Please visit my website and drop me a line.